Welcome to the Wabi Sabi Podcast. This is episode number 128. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. Because today, you are going to decide to live out your dreams, write them down, put them into action, and separate yourself from everyone else in this world. 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones that you did. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. Mark Twain. This is the quote that helped me to live out my dreams and fantasies so that I could go out into this fucking crazy world and do the things that made me feel right about my life. And I am going to help you guys to get there. I do need you to meet me more than halfway because you're going to have to do the work on your own for your own life. But I'm going to be here to help to navigate. You need to think of who you want to be, where you want to go, and how are you going to get there. I will start with an Eleanor Roosevelt quote. Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. Now, if we're talking about ideas, you can go out into the world right now and pretty much do anything you want anywhere you want. And that, my friends, is where you win in this whole glamorous world of just who the fuck am I going to be and where do I want to go? Crazy thing is, when I was young, like 20s, We didn't really have the luxury as much as we do now. I had to be a line cook and then I had to be a bartender and a hostess and a waitress. And now it just seems like because of technology and remote work since the pandemic, you can do whatever the fuck you want, wherever you want. So go out into this world and write down, who do you want to be? Well, I wanted to be a food writer and that is exactly what I ended up doing. And I wanted to do it in New York City. This isn't the first time I've moved here, guys. So take it from me from full experience. Who did my sister want to be? Well, she wanted to run her own cycling shop in London. But she didn't figure that out until she was in her 30s. And that was okay. So she moved from Japan, where she was teaching English to Japanese students, to London. She worked at the London Community Recycling and Reusing Network. And then she started her own company by way of grant through the city of London. That is how she ended up in London at her own bike shop for over a decade. Go Jenny. Who do you want to be? Do you want to be a surfer surfing your brains out in Costa Rica? Do you want to go over to Panama and cook? Do you want to head to Barcelona and learn about wines? Do you want to move to Asia and go into fashion? Do you want to go to Paris and just smoke cigarettes and eat baguettes with butter all day? That sounds pretty fucking good to me. I would trade that life with maybe the one I have now. (laughs) Who do you want to be? Write that down. Think about it. Marinate on it. What is your dream? You know, I did always have a dream that I wanted to go and cook in Spain. So maybe that is something I'm still going to check off my box. 
I promised you guys that I would talk to you about living out every fantasy and desire that you had and how important this is in your life because you do not want to regret the things that you wish that you said you were going to do like we said in that Mark Twain quote. Remember to go out and leave the safe harbor and do big cool shit. I am so impressed with some of my friends who've even opened their own bars and restaurants in New York City. What a tough as nails place to be and how did they do that with such kindness and grace? The answer is hard work. Hard work is the one thing that will set you apart. So when you work hard, you're able to save and make really big decisions. You'll also be able to have a nest egg from savings and you can make smart decisions like investments, etc. You can also purchase real estate. You can go into as many fields as you would like to try to study. But at the end of the day, street smarts really end up winning. So you want to make sure that you have the training before you go out into the world and make these decisions. So you're going to have to talk to, you know, the U.S. government about your visa, the consulate, etc. But make plans and be smart, especially if you are planning on leaving somewhere out of the country if you so desire. I also think it's a pretty important thing to make sure that you do um, as much studying as possible when it comes to real estate. So there are a few really cool books out there, especially if you want to try to make money off of real estate as far as your dreams. So if you go to Audible Originals, you can listen to the ABCs of Buying Rental Property by Ken McElroy and Robert T. Kiyosaki actually writes this book with him. Rich Dad Poor Dad is another great resource for it. And if you really have the desire to go get your real estate license, please, by all means do. It doesn't ever hurt to go back and do continuing education. I also want you to know, who do you want to be that can pertain to you starting your own business? Or going out and looking on LinkedIn or Indeed and just typing in any job you want in any country and just going for it. The reason why I bring up work and real estate is I do want you to be financially successful and smart when you make these decisions. Who do you want to be could mean I want to move over to London. I want to move to Cuba. I want to go to the Dominican Republic. I want to live in Jamaica, Trinidad. Morocco for the rest of my life. I want to go to Southeast Asia. I want to practice yoga for the rest of my life in Bali. Whatever speaks to you, don't you dare let anybody stand in the way of your dreams. For example, um, Dennis Rodman was born into a very low income housing project in Dallas. One of his first jobs was um, pushing, you know, a mop for janitorial services at the Dallas Fort Worth airport and once he found out that basketball was something it was his who you know who are you you're a fucking massive basketball player but you just don't know it yet once he had that goal he went for it and he gave it his all and I think sometimes that's why I say you can't meet me halfway you guys have got to meet me a hundred percent of the way because nowadays stakes are so high 
Everybody wants to be successful, right? Well, for the, for the most part. There's probably weed smokers and surfers somewhere in between there. <laughs> but do, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, it doesn't mean that a surfer can't be successful. That's such a stereotype. But what I'm saying is I want you to be financially well. Once you find out what your thing is, I want you to chase it like crazy. And you don't have to be like Rodman and be wild and crazy. But he did spark something inside of me when we wanted to talk about this living out fantasies, desires, and dreams topic today because the guy lived a full life. You know, he played every game. He rebounded every ball. He dated all the ladies. He broke every rule. And I really feel like rule breakers, people that bend the rules and people that really go all out in their field, sometimes they live a wild and crazy life. And when they look back, they're not going to regret a thing. So that's the who. Who are you and who do you want to be? I always wanted to be Candace Kumai, writer in New York City. And by writer, I meant successful writer, not starving writer. I've been both, and here I am now. It does not mean that every day is perfect. Every day is a hardship and also a blessing. So go after both and make sure that you do it with abandon. What do you want to do with your one big and precious life? What is it that makes you tick? I want you to write down three to five things that you fucking love doing things that help you to take your mind off of everything in this world things that keep you in your zone what do you want to do with your one big and precious beautiful life and then finally how are you going to do this when it comes down to it like I said you've got to be financially smart street smart and financially well but in order to do that, you do need to work and have a good savings account and play this smart. You're also going to have to play the game if you're going to travel abroad. Remember, there are sometimes 30, 60, and 90 day limits on visas, travel visas, work visas, one year for work visa, etc. you got to look it up depending on where you're going. And also make sure that you're really smart in this decision making process. Sometimes if you feel stuck or stagnant, where you're not living out your dreams, you can make irrational decisions. So the point of this pod is also to get you to think about how are you going to do it by writing out the steps, planning, getting movers, selling your car, getting the next apartment, getting the next job lined up, being respectful to your current employer. Or if you work for yourself, pre-planning with your accountant, your CPA, your taxes. Make sure you stay in order and organized and responsible. Most people don't talk about responsibility for their actions in this world, but I will. Not that I think I'm any better than anyone else. I don't. But I often think about how I owe my ancestors a debt of gratitude for setting me up at a position where I'm just teed up for success, more so than my grandparents because of the war, maybe even more so than my parents because they told me as immigrants that I could do anything that I wanted with my one beautiful and precious life. So maybe you need to hear that. You can do 
anything with your one precious and beautiful life. And the most beautiful thing about that is you can make the decision and the choice to change things right now. You do not have to do what every other asshole out there is doing. You don't have to be a tech bro or a finance guy. You don't have to be an accountant. You don't have to sit at a hedge fund and try to look cool. You can virtually quit everything and just start living on the other side of the world, working for a spice company or going surfing every day and figuring out how you're going to work at some resort. You can be happy with very little, as my mom reminded us last week. All you have to do is go out there and make sure that you are prepared. And then fuck it. If you need to wing your how-to, then go and wing it. A lot of people buy like a one-way ticket to Hawaii and they just never come back. And that's a very common story. (laughs) They fall in love and they say, fuck it, I'm going to stay here. What will you do with your one precious life? How are you going to get there? One other thing I would like to note is it is important to take really good care of your health. And that means eating a lot of fruits and vegetables every day, cutting out the sugar, really doing low alcohol consumption, getting a lot of sleep and drinking a ton of water. And why this is important is mainly because when you have your health, you will have your life's greatest wealth. And then you can move to Portugal You can move, you know, all of your things out. Say you want to just move to Arizona or Tennessee. You could do these things easily. When your health comes into play, if it's at risk, you end up in a totally different mindset where you have to prioritize your health. But you should be doing that anyways. Make sure you eat plenty of koji in your everyday diet. That's Aspergillus orzae, which is a bacteria that's found in foods like miso, soy sauce, mirin, rice vinegar. Make sure that you get exercise in five days a week and start walking everywhere. If you move to a walkable city, my friends, here we go. Your legs and your butt are going to be so much stronger. Sometimes living your best life can mean a simple decision as starting to volunteer somewhere once a week for others, or maybe it's for cats and dogs. I decided that I would dedicate at least about half of my time now to charity work because it makes me feel really fucking good. And also I would go bonkers if all I did was work all day on production and direction, media and publishing. It makes me feel really good to give back to my community and to pets and people that cannot help themselves. And maybe that's something that you want to try as well. If you want to see people that are out there living their wildest dreams as an example, follow people that are actionable. Not only do they talk about these things, but they actually live them and they implement changes into their life and they follow them through. It is not easy to do this practice, but if you do not do these things now, you may well regret them in the very near or far future. So my biggest note to you that my parents taught me when I was young is to remind you that you can do anything you want in this one precious and beautiful life. You can have every fantasy come true, but you will have to work for it. You will have to work for it 
and you will have to figure out what that is for you because it is for nobody else and it is not going to be the same for another person. If you need to leave the job, leave. If you need to break up with the person, break up with them. If you need to move on to another space or place, do so. If you hate your life, know that this is temporary and this too shall pass. It is not permanent. You are not permanently going to be held back by your current situation, I promise. The darkness is often alleviated after we get through the hardest parts of our own suffering when we face our own demons, and when we come to that realization that life can be better, but we have to make the actionable choices, and no, Prince Charming is not going to fucking come and save you. You will have to save yourself. When it comes to being wild and free, as far as fantasies and dating goes, do it. Do whatever the fuck you want. It ain't nobody else's business either. I had a full rotation of men for as long as I wanted. And boy, did I have fun and I had a lot of surprises. And I will say that I feel good about how I lived my life because honestly, I had a great time and I have zero regrets. Honestly, even the biggest assholes, I don't regret. I learned so much from them. And I think every single one, even the mean ones and the ones who ghosted me and broke up with me and fucked me over and the fuck boys I every single one of them counts as somebody special in my book and I learned so much from them so I thank them but remember a lot of times you're in these hard parts and you're not going to see the full picture until you're completely out of the woods I want to remind you guys that life is also very short. Today is Cece's one year after passing. Cece was my cat from college till 40 years old, 20 years. And she died last year on June 26, 2022. She'll always be in my heart. And we remember you, Cece, for being this beautiful, grumpy little bitch that made my life just so bright and beautiful. She's a very special girl, and I thank God that he brought her into my life. We found her at a firehouse with my ex-boyfriend when we were in college, stopping by to say hi. Total accident, but probably not, now that I think about it. We love you, Cece. Rest in peace, sweet girl. Cece can serve as a reminder that life is really short and not everybody gets the same opportunity as you to live a long and beautiful, precious life. So don't waste it away. I want you to fulfill your dreams and desires. I don't know who needs to hear this, but my heart is telling me to tell you. When I was your age, I was scared. I still am scared, but I went for it because I did not know otherwise. I went for it because I was dumb and young and I was a sponge and I could virtually soak up any skill set or education while I was able to be malleable 
and to be vulnerable and to want to grow and learn. So if you are young, learn skills. When you are the smartest one out of the bunch, you will always get selected and you will not regret that because education is really paramount. So wherever you decide to go, learn about wine in Spain, learn about cheese in France, learn about prayer in Japan, like go and explore and learn skills and cultural norms. I wrote seven books so far because of traveling. I learned every recipe through the people that I met on my travels from Sardinia to Japan to Okinawa. I met people that showed me the way they did not tell me. I didn't listen to some goddamn fucking wannabe guru on some goddamn podcast. I went out into this world and I explored and I dreamed and I discovered with my own two hands, my two eyes and my heart. And that has made all the difference. It is wonderful that you can see people that have a life full of character and grace and kindness. And when we are empathetic to others and we are compassionate and loving with others, when we travel the world and we are open to new culture and we learn, 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 it is when we grow. So I too have to take notes on this podcast and go out into this big, beautiful world and continue to challenge myself with these big, crazy fucking dreams I have. But in the meantime, you guys have asked me some questions. So here goes on the juicy answers today. Thank you for answering them. Sometimes I will ask you on Instagram for questions and I'll always answer. LCNP asks, what is your current daily routine, Candace? Well, changes from time to time, but I wake up after a good night's sleep. I drink water. I meditate. I make a matcha. Sometimes I do the matcha and meditation together. I check emails, which I fucking hate doing now. I like to go out and do things instead. <laughs> like going to the trade show, the fancy food show this week has been amazing at the Javits Center. I love and wish I could do this way more often. It's a real blessing to go to trade shows because you can connect and intertwine with other people instead of being stuck at your stupid computer all morning. After um, a little break, I go to Bar Method. I shake up my muscles, my butt, and my legs arms. I usually ride a city bike now. I used to walk, but city bike cuts the time in half. Here we go. And it keeps me really like excited. I love Brooklyn, so walking around is fine. Going to Trader Joe's after. Sometimes I take like three meetings a day max, and then I clunk out. Um, 90 Day Fiance is fun. Match Me Abroad. Love in Paradise. I'm such a junkie. But I also get to stare out at the bridge. So like Brooklyn Bridge, Manhattan Bridge, uh, Statue of Liberty. Like it's just been mesmerizing being back in New York. So I pinch myself every day. I hang out with my rescue cat. I do a beautiful bath. Take all my makeup off. I use a toner, a face oil, a really nice like massage, gua sha. Um, and then I usually use like a core organics vitamin C serum. And sometimes I give myself a really nice facial massage at night. And I do other things too, but I'm not going to tell you all of it. Here we go. Of course I eat in between 
but um, meals are boring, but they consist of things like pasta with greens. Um, today we had guampki at the trade show, this Polish uh, dumpling dish. It's like a stuffed cabbage ball dish. It's delicious. Um, and I also am a really big fan of tiramisu and breakfast burritos, avocados, and margaritas. Here we go. All right. Do you have any kids? Angelus908. If not, do you want kids? Well, great question. I don't. I have a child. His name is Shohei, and he's a Brooklyn or Bronx rescue cat um, from Little Wanders, NYC. He is adorable and a handful right now and bites me every day. He's a cat, so you guys know. Um, I don't know. I can't answer the question. I will say this. I have a nice conversation with Chelsea Fagan from The Financial Diet coming out soon, which will hopefully answer that question for you. It's very informative for most people that are in the I don't know phase. I really like kids. And I think I'd be a good mom, but I just don't know yet. Susie Pepsi wrote, for a woman who has conquered so much in life, do you still have any fear? Oh, fuck yeah. Not of a lot, but oh yeah. I am analysis par- paralysis queen. Um, didn't always, wasn't always like that, but I think when you get older you're able to really do a lot of reflection and you're not as malleable as you were in your 20s so decision making with like real estate finance tv show business writing partners business partners oof, it's a lot yeah and when you run your own companies it gets stakes are really high i feel a deep responsibility to be not only a good Samaritan but also be a good example for the girls on my team to follow and pay all my bills on time and things of that nature so my biggest fears are probably related to decision making around finances and like real estate investments um moving like where am I going to move next New York is the coolest fucking city in the world it's really hard to beat (laughs) and and having kids it's another great one Um, A, B, Kyle George. Okay, so she asked a superficial question about what I do, like, facial-wise. And I'll say that as an edit because I don't want to get too deep into this stuff because you guys know, as much as I work in beauty, I often tout that the inside, kindness, empathy, love, care, uh, compassion, these things are a lot more important. But she asked what I do for my routine um, I I love getting regular facials when I can. I've been very, very careful of my spending since I moved to New York. It's expensive here. So I really just do my own face routine and I use like Kate Somerville products, Cora Organics products, um, Sticks. I think it's S-T-I-X has a really great serum, Glow Recipe products, Shiseido products, damn damn products um plant therapy products and trying to think I'm not staring at my um cupboard right now but it's really good to use like 
a hyaluronic acid. I use a vitamin C serum, like I mentioned before. And I like an exfoliant that works really well. I sleep with different masks and I really like different face oils. I think as you get older, you start to learn that face oil is actually way more valuable than anything oil free. And I use a lot of sunscreen during the day. So I also really believe that water, berries and greens have played a huge role in sun protection because greens and berries contain antioxidants which help to fight free radicals that cause damage to the skin like wrinkles and aging spots. So that's why I'm a huge advocate of smoothies. I have them at least a few times a week. Big salads every day if I can and eating um, omega-3 fatty acids and foods with koji. Hey, when I come out with my new book, guys, I'll tell you all about it. So 41. Ooh, I got to really keep up with the routine. Michelle Shea wrote, how would you recommend getting into wellness writing for publications, pitching, etc.? This is a great question, and I like the variety that we got this week. Michelle, it's a lot harder than it used to be, believe it or not, to write for wellness publications. It's a lot easier to be a podcaster, a blogger, or somebody who could do it on their own on Instagram. I will say this, if you know somebody who hires freelance writers, you can absolutely take on that role. You can also intern in-house, like say you want to work at Vogue or Well and Good or Goop or Allure or maybe a, another great publication that's a little deeper like New York Magazine or The Atlantic. Um, I would say intern, you know, and go and look on Indeed at associate positions like assistants. There are more jobs open at publications than I've ever seen before, as well as going into New York or maybe, you, you know, you live in Toronto or Vancouver or something and you want to work in-house at the paper there. It's a great way to get in and to start writing. You know, I started writing at Prevention and Health Magazine and then I moved to women's health and men's health. And it was because I had written books that I could use my recipes as excerpts for books. So now I write for Epicurious, Bon Appetit, Vogue, NBC Today, you know, really anywhere. We started to count the other day and it's like I've written for over 50 different publications in my career and they're all top, top notch. Some of them are speaking at the New York Times Travel Show. Another medium is writing for Girl Boss and going on their podcast. Or another medium is like getting interviewed by my friend over at Forbes. These are different ways of contributing to publications. So once you get in, work with integrity. And when you volunteer, work harder than any other motherfucker because you will stand out. Fuck getting paid. I didn't get paid until I was like 10 years into my writing career. And even then I still write for free every fucking week including this pod. This is out of pocket, but it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I call it, you know, they call it something else nowadays because kids like to make up some name for it, but it's like public service journalism. It's good shit. It helps people. It makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> I'm like talking to myself every week. I, I promise guests, more guests are coming juicy very soon. Um, and then the last question of the day is Candace, what do you think about the current landscape in food and food writing? 
it's shit it's so bad <laughs> forgive me somebody fucking call me for god's sake it, the food is so fucking ugly and we're following i'm not but some of you guys are following like really stupid people that are really just copying other people's recipes that's not a recipe writer or developer it's called a plagiarist and it's illegal or it would be considered illegal in publishing but for recipes it's very difficult to you know poke at somebody and be like this is a new york times recipe that you just regurgitated and maybe changed pepper or lemon olive oil or salt you know it's like fuck off if you're doing that and you know who you are and maybe you don't listen to this pod because we're way too full of integrity over here but if you know somebody who's doing it or you see it call it out real recipe writing is starting from scratch it's starting from a blank piece of paper not using ai and not copying other people's recipes it's a hard thing to do but i've done it hundreds of times it will take you so long to write a great recipe one recipe took me 13 tries it was a fucking granola in cook yourself sexy and it drove me nuts we can do better work than we are putting out right now. Somebody fucking call me before our heads explode. That's it for this week, you guys. I love you. I miss all of you. Please purchase Kintsugi Wellness as a gift for somebody this week, especially if they have heartache, grief, or they are just stuck. Please pick up Clean Green Eats for anybody who wants to get healthy, fit, or off of alcohol and sugar. And please make sure that you give us a five-star rating on this podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your pod. Thank you for listening. I also look forward to seeing your review of Spirited. Five stars could be juicy. I haven't seen them all. I have a hot tip for you guys. You have to listen to at least three chapters of me telling you how to improve your life and then you can write the review. So some of you started to write it and it didn't go through because you weren't three chapters in you can fast forward through me if you want note to you have a beautiful week friends rest in peace cc girl i cried enough this weekend i'm not gonna cry again and there was a rainbow over new york city this morning when we woke up i'll see you at the fancy food show tomorrow and sign up for my newsletter if you want to know about all the juicy shit coming up it's been a humbling year for all of us, but I do believe good things are already on their way. Why not live out every fantasy, good and bad, dirty and juicy? Why not do it now? Because before you know it, you're going to be old and you're going to say, oh, I wish I would have done that guy who lived down the hall. Or I wish I would have moved to Spain or... You know, oh, my back hurts now. I'm not able to uh, go out there and go on Raya. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you guys next week. Thank you for listening.